Uh, we got to warm up. We got to talk a lot. Okay. All right. Maggie, yes, please. Maggie, yes, please. Matthew tried to rub her with apple cider vinegar last night. I did. And nearly <laughs> choked me. Yeah. So I, uh, she has really bad fleas and she's been like yelping because anytime they bite, like I guess it hurts really bad. And so then I didn't have any flea medicine, but I didn't want her to have to go through another so night. So Matthew goes to Google. And what does Matthew find on Google? You mix, it says a lot of water with just a little bit of apple cider vinegar. That's not what it said. It said six cups of apple cider vinegar with four cups of water. So what did I do? I put in three cups of apple cider vinegar with two cups of water. Right. Proper ratio. Proper ratio. So, but improper at the same time. So I, how the hell does that work? Because look, it smelled like fucking apple cider vinegar. I mean, you know how apple cider vinegar smells, right? Like it's just, it's, it's disgusting. It really didn't smell that and bad. And it smelled so horrid in the house because Matthew was like rubbing on the dog and then Maggie ran all around the house thinking that she just got a bath. You're supposed to, so you were supposed to like put it in a spray bottle, but we didn't have one. So I just like poured the water on her. I did not. What the fuck? I like got a, a napkin and I like dipped it in and then I just like wiped it on her coat. And it honestly did not smell that bad. It's, she literally like ugh. pokes her head in and then leaves. And then I hear dog go, ah, ah. oh my God, it's washer, washer. You need to wash and i'm like dalton you're being it was so, so dramatic gross, dude i literally almost puked myself no, i not. almost puked myself no. like multiple times because you're, it felt so bad it really wasn't that bad I, told him, I was like matt give her bath give her bath he's like no she's fine i was like you're gonna let poor maggie sleep with that horrible you had to smell let it the sit. whole night so that's that, i feel bad for her because i'm never gonna pet her no I, like if i she's pet her probably my better off. like apple cider vinegar are you I've kidding me pet her so i won't touch the dog aggressive so i told matt i was like you know what Let's call Mo. Let's have Mo figure this out. So we call Mo. Mo goes, you know what? You should give her a bath and not not follow home remedies and actually go to the store and spend some money on your dog and get her the proper care she needs, right? So Matthew went today, and Matt gave her a bath last night, which kind of helped, but kind of didn't. And then Matthew didn't wash the pot with the, where the apple cider vinegar was mixed with the water. So the, the kitchen smelled like apple cider vinegar this morning. Oh, my gosh. It was freaking horrible, man. That's that smell is the worst, literally the worst smell. <laughs> it gives me shivers. It makes me want to throw up just thinking about it. You know what gives me shivers? What? Our intro, David. Roll it. I'm drum. I'm drummer. <laughs> Did you read chapter four? What chapter? Why don't you just like summarize it for me? Watch uh, the whole thing. <laughs> it's I don't know what we're gonna get to. Dude, I'm sorry. That. I was saw the whole thing. Okay, oh, yeah. we're gonna talk about every single second of it. I don't know every single second of it. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week forty-seven. Week forty-seven, guys. That's seven times two equals fourteen. Plus eight equals twenty-two. Twenty. I'm not listening to you. Twenty-two. Uh, plus uh, 10 equals 32. <laughs> I'm losing everything. Uh, plus 4 equals 36. Plus 6 equals 42. Plus 5 equals 47. That's 47, guys. And no, David didn't help me with any of that. I did it all by myself. Welcome back, everybody. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood in the three S's. Self-improvement. Self-improvement. Uh, stories. And the supernatural. What's up, dude? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. We got to do this on a Wednesday, finally. Feeling like uh, the old times again. But this is the last time it probably happened for like the next like 12 weeks. Why? Uh, just because of school. So. Oh, you usually have class on Wednesdays. Yeah, we do ah, I was trying to figure out. Like Dalton's like, yeah, dude, let's do it on Wednesday. And I'm like... I don't why like what why is Wednesday different than reason, Tuesday? Particular reason. I just Tuesdays are like such a long day and I don't get to nap on Tuesdays. So on Wednesdays I get to nap. So I'm a lot more awake on Wednesdays. Tuesdays are such a drag sometimes. So I have more energy now than I did before. So yeah, I mean, it life's been, life's been good, man. Been writing those letters. Got everything pretty much set up and ready to go for Friday. Yep, Friday. Um, Friday, guys. When you're listening to this, when you're listening to you'll, this, you'll be having some shirts in your hands. That'll be the start of spooky season. Spooky Ooh. season. 
season. But that's not today's episode. That that's not, not today's episode. So don't get that in your head, guys. Today but we're it talking will about be very interesting. Today we're talking and about possibly s- controversial. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see where th- we'll see this world takes what us. What did you write in those letters? Don't worry about it. If you don't like it, you can deal with it. Yeah. We like to spice things up in the drum household, and uh, we did so. But I have something I like talked about with David, um, and I feel like since we're on the podcast, he can't lie to me. Um, why are you lagging on my droid build, David? Yeah, what's going on? What's the process of that? Tell our tell our listeners kind of like why are you, you know, taking so damn long? So yeah, Dalton has recently announced that we are no longer friends. Oh, so if dude, someone, that's the second drum to like defriend you today. If someone is looking for some B one battle droid files and would like to make an entire six foot four battle droid with me, six foot four. That's great. I'm taking applications. You have to be super qualified, guys. None of you guys will probably make it. I'll probably make yeah, it for you. Yeah, it's a it's a trivia test of Star Wars lore. Oh, good luck, guys. I made the test. I'll apply. All answers are C. I'll pass. You're not going to pass. Oh, I'll pass. Guarantee you, you won't pass. Who's, I'll pass. Who's Luke Skywalker's wife? Luke Skywalker's wife? Yeah. Trick question. He married the fucking Force. Nope. <laughs> and a Jedi. And a Jedi. Hold on. A Jedi is nothing without his saber. So, actually, he has two wives, the Force and his lightsaber. And if you really think about it, he's, like, so deeply intertwined with the Force and the way that that universe works. He's actually married to everybody. I saw a theory the other day saying that Luke Skywalker wasn't really the chosen one, but Baby Yoda might be. I've seen the theory that Baby Yoda, it's like a time travel thing. And yeah. then going the world between worlds. And, yeah. Um, you're wrong. I'm right. No. What was her name? Prove it. Her name was Mara Jade. I she was an assassin for Darth Sidious and uh-huh. then turned to the light side, fell in love. She was originally assigned to kill Luke Skywalker. But then she fell in love with him? And then she fell in love with him. Okay, see, that is so not married. canon. You want to know why? Why? Luke Skywalker is literally a whiny bitch the entire time. Uh-huh. You don't fall in love with that. You want to kill that. Okay, you want to kill it. Maybe she, Mara Jade doesn't. She you, don't did, know, you don't know what Mara Jade wants. Maybe she has different needs than you. Why are you speaking for the female experience? I'm not. I'm just telling you what I know. Kind of sounds like you are. Mm, misogynistic asshole. Hmm. You really want to talk about being a misogynistic asshole? Yeah, let's talk about it. You want to talk about it? Yeah. What did he do? What do you got? I'm curious. I don't know. I didn't expect him to call me out <laughs> on that. I just Normally when I say stuff like that, he backs down. Matthew used to do this thing uh, during praise and worship when he'd playing, be playing the guitar literally any other time. Uh, where he would close his eyes, but like not enough, <laughs> so it just looked like he was like a, a demon with whites in his eyes. There's a little little bit of whites. Yeah, just little on. white eyes, and like he wouldn't close it all the way, and it looked so creepy, so creepy. And Matthew be like praising the Lord, and then you look it. at him, and he's like looks like like a like a little little demon drum. And nobody around. told me. I nope. told you. No. I told no, you. You, you got didn't. all mad when I told you. You want to know how I found out? Why? You beat me up? What? No. I Probably, but no. I found out because we used to have this, uh, there was this one guy who would go pick up a bunch of kids from uh, like the, the Pomona area. He had this huge white van. Yeah. They would all pile in and like they were just, I don't know, kids, right? So they came over and I like opened my eyes one day and all of them were mimicking me and like making fun of me. And it was like, I got like super embarrassed. And uh, yeah, and then I just made sure I could, like closed my eyes, like I was like trying to go to sleep. So like while I was playing, I would like see stars because I would like close my eyes so hard because I don't want to get made fun of. <laughs> That's funny, dude. It's kind of yeah. sad actually. It was I wish pretty creepy. That somebody would have just fucking it was, told it me. It was pretty creepy. I did tell you, you but you probably not. beat me up and didn't listen. You did not. It always takes someone else to tell him these things for him to listen. Forty nine er recap. Oh, all right. Let's get into it. So this week. The 49ers trampled the New York Giants. They played. Our practice squad trampled the New York Giants. Pretty much. Yes, David, they played. That's why we're talking about this. David, what? what? What do you mean they played? You guys wanted them to forfeit, and you guys are part of the team, so I thought they would listen well, to we you. We tried talking to Shanahan. Yeah, but he didn't want to hear from us. We were on hold for a long time. Yeah. Um, whole thing. But, yeah, so we won uh, by 27 points. Uh, we had our backups all over the place. But our first round draft picks look pretty good. That's a wide receiver and a defensive lineman. Yeah, man. Um, At least this week we get Debo back. Yeah. Um, I, apparently Jimmy's not practicing yet. So, yeah, so the backup quarterback came in, put on a great outing, um, and he's if, right under. He's right under. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the 
Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes. He's right at Patrick Mahomes for the first starter in like nine games to reach like two thousand yards and fourteen touchdown passes. Yeah. Yeah. Something so crazy. uh so Mitchell watches the highlights and then sends me his thoughts every week. Uh I look forward to them. This week was basically that Nick Mullins needs to start for the rest of the year, not Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and so then Shanahan, which is the head coach, got asked today, "Hey, I love his answer. What if uh, what if Nick Mullins plays so well that he just like should be the starter over Jimmy?" Shanahan looks at the reporter and goes, "There is no scenario where that happens. This is Jimmy Garoppolo's team." So yeah. he's like shutting down a quarterback controversy, which is awesome because yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, but uh, and also Mitchell, calm down with that, bud. That's uh only a few games. If you know how backups work. They're usually really good for like the first three, and then it slowly goes downhill from there. Yeah, and then defenses figure out their tendencies. Yeah, so it's, they're very easy to read. So, um, yeah, let's not do that. Garoppolo's great. He's going to be our quarterback for a very long time, I hope. And, uh, yeah, but the rest of the game was fine. Our defense held up decently. We have uh, like three guys coming back out of the 16 that are out. So we're looking forward to those guys coming back. Um yeah, it was a good game. It was a fun game to watch. We had waffles, and we had more mimosas, and it was a great time. Couldn't ask for a better Sunday morning. Yep. So this week we play the Eagles, who have been recently just, like, shitting in age. So hopefully they continue to do that. We will find out, though. Stay tuned. Next week we'll be back with the 49ers recap. Well, I told Matt the good place finally came out with its last season on Netflix. And What's a good place? It's an afterlife sitcom that's heavy on philosophy, so I told Matt to watch it. Uh, I did not. But one of its biggest points in like the first season that they bring up a lot is the trolley problem. What's that? So it's a philosophical. Philosophical. It's a, it's it's a, a philosophical waffle. A philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> it's a philosophical. Look at me. <laughs> you sound like that, David. It's a philosophical conundrum. That let me let me pull what, it up. Again, for what you. does that mean? It's a it's a philosophical uh, conundrum. It's a dilemma. It's a dilemma. What is a they dilemma? Say. Mean? Situation. A dilemma is a situation. Yeah. Got it. Here's a sitch. <laughs> Stupid. There is a runaway trolley barreling down the railroad tracks. Okay. Ahead on the tracks, there are five people tied up and unable to move, and the trolley is headed straight to them. You are standing some distance away next to a lever. If you pull the lever, the trolley will switch to a different set of tracks. However, on that, on that set, there is one person. But who is that person? Just a person. Oh, okay. So you have two that. options. You can do nothing and let the trolley kill five people on the main track or pull the lever and divert it onto the side track where it kills one person. That's easy. Kill one. Why? Think of the more money you can get from the other five. <laughs> and then say, okay, well, I'm going to put this back. And if you guys don't all pay me $50,000 each, then I'm going to let the next train come. I'm not going to untie you. Easy. It's a runaway trolley. What does that mean? It means that like it's not like a normal trolley. A normal trolley would see five people on the track and stop. Not if I cover them over the blanket. Didn't think about that, did you? <laughs> get a blanket, cover them. Or you better yet, call Harry Potter, get that cloak, lay it over them. What cloak is it? The invisibility cloak, right? That's ridiculous. There's no such thing. Well, I mean, you're right. It's Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. What makes you think that these people are going to pay you? Uh, because I won't untie them until they do. Is the question, are you willing to sacrifice one for the many or many for one. Yeah. Because I feel like there really needs to be like somebody meaningful to be that one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really yeah. the only time where it's like, oh, you know what? Like if they're just strangers, then yeah, like obviously you would pick one. Like if Matthew was that one, uh-huh. I would obviously like save Matthew over the five randos. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you know you know me well enough to be like I but then look you- at you like just let it hit me. Save everybody else. Like Yeah, but I wouldn't listen to you. I'll see you in like a month, bro. Because, like, we live dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) Insurance. (laughs) I think of the insurance money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
I don't know. Why Why are you saying. not listening? You are literally the producer. You should be knowing what's going on in this conversation. Because I'm looking up the rest of this stuff. Okay, well, fucking pay attention. We're trying to have a conversation with you too, David. If he's not going to pay attention, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, now you're listening? Ridiculous. This is preposterous. You've been using that word so much. Have I? Yes. You've said it like at least 40 times today. Have I really? Yes. Normally it's like ridiculous. But this time, now it's just like normal. You're like, oh, this is so ridiculous. So do you want me to keep saying it or say it last? I just feel like if you say it that much, it just takes away from the weight of it, you know? Okay, okay. Like, because so, if you tell me, like, Matt, that's ridiculous. I'm like, oh, but he says remember that when, everything. Remember when people couldn't stop saying ridiculous? All because of that stupid-ass movie, Bolt? I had never seen it. you never seen Bolt? Nah. That's I watched the movie one, right? a lot. Yeah. Did you watch it with Caleb? I feel like yes, that's the movie. Yes, that's exactly yeah. why I watched yeah. it so much. Yeah, they, everyone goes, that's ridiculous. And then um, it just didn't. It just no, yeah. no. I hate. I hate that that word. Uh, an alternative that both of you may know and connect more to is the end of Last of Us. Okay. When they've gone on this entire trip, Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Spoilers if you've never played it. The game came out seven years ago. Sorry. <laughs> they they made this whole cross country trip because Ellie's immune and they think that she can help. The one video game that's made me cry. And mm-hmm. they so good. They Ball. find out that Ellie is the only chance of creating a cure for the entire human race. Uh-huh. But for that to happen, she has to die. And Ellie doesn't know this. She doesn't. Yeah, Ellie doesn't know it. But if you are Joel. But Joel finds out. What do you do? You go talk to her. She, she, by she the was time, passed out. By the time you found out, they're going to operate. You remember how this And works? she's knocked out. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. So Monique and I talked about this because we just recently played the game. I would want to talk to her. I wouldn't just want to make the decision. But you know remember what the I mean? situation you're in. You're no. in Joel's situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like get She's it. passed out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to. You can want to do all kinds of things, but this is where you're at. I, I wouldn't let them. I, I wouldn't walk in and start killing people. I would walk <laughs> in and make them talk to me. However, the way that that game is, like, situated, like, I understand, you know? But at the same time, like, if there's a virus and the only way for there to be a cure for so many, I would be like, what's the probability of it actually working? Cause I feel like what's going to suck is if they're like, Oh yeah, no, this will work. And then they kill her. Then Joel get goes the cure, back for vengeance. And then it doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? But if the likelihood is high enough, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like any person, if you ask them, if they would be willing to like sacrifice themselves for like mankind, most people would say, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I mean, I know I would. You'd be okay with Dalton saying, let me do this. Let me sacrifice myself. Would I be okay with it? No. Would I let him? Yeah. Like, if that's what he wanted to do, like, I'm not. I completely think Matt's fucking lying. No, I. Okay. <laughs> that would not let me do it. No, I would. Fuck no. Okay, no, here's the thing is, I, like, initially. I would ask so many questions to try and find some other way. Like there has to be another way, right? There has to be. And you know what? Maybe there is truth to that where it's like, yeah, maybe right now it doesn't seem like there's another way. And then later on we find out there was. You know what pissed him off? There was like, they were like, he's the only one. He's the only one. But then Matthew goes to this next room and there's like a line of people all that have the, the cure. And he's like, what? And then Matthew just goes killing everybody. I would. I would lose my shit if that happened. Um, but if, if that's what Dalton wanted and there was no, literally no other way, like it's his life, like as hard as it would be for me, like, cause I know where you're coming from, like as hard as it would be for me to be like, okay, like at the end of the day, like it's his life and he's going to do what he wants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't let Matt do it. You don't think it's right for you to make that decision when he can't? No. Say he wasn't, say. And Matthew is passed out. Say you're not at, Yeah. He's he's yeah. passed out. They yeah. didn't ask him oh, if he I wanted to sacrifice himself. He hasn't had that chance. You are the only one that, by proxy, has to make that chance now. Like a proxy server. They didn't say, Dalton, if we do this, you're going to die. They uh, just put him under and are hoping and are just going to do it because then I wouldn't. Said, I, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't let them. I'd be like, no, you're going to wake his ass up. You're going to explain everything to him, and we're going to let him decide. I wouldn't make the call. But there's no time. It's pandemic. They then they should have brought it up before then. Because have you ever thought of the I Am Legend scenario? What's that? Which is like, I don't think I've ever actually seen that movie all the way through. Oh, my God. That's a great movie. I was thinking about it right now because it's very, kind of yeah. similar. You know how his dog gets the virus and dies? Yeah. And he has to kill the dog? Uh-huh. 
I've thought about that so many times. I was like, what if that was my dog? Like, you, you, it's only you and this animal that are normal in this world, that, that are normal in New York City. And you're, and like, you're just like going to kill it. I would put it in a cage and feed it for as long as I possibly could until that cure came around or until we were able to contact somebody and then I find a way to transport it and get him healed before I would even think about killing the dog, no matter what. But, but I feel like with that, you have to like, like what's the quality of life like at that point? Like at what point are you being selfish in that? Like you're holding on to something and like, you don't know if it's ever going to go back. But the hope, I feel like that's the thing. It's like, that's, you know how hard it would be to be alone in New York City, your only friends being mannequins, not be able to step in the shadows, not be able to go in buildings, being chased by these weird-ass alien creature things that are run so fast. They're so, vampires. Yeah, they're vampires. And the only thing you have is your one is like man's best friend. Yeah. Right? Like... If there was a chance, and you knew there was a chance, because remember when that scene happened, he found out that that other that he was finding a cure. He almost had the cure. Like it's like I think I think that was stupid of him. I would have been like, okay, I almost have it. I know I almost mm-hmm. have it. Let me save my dog, keep him in this cage for now, and I know it'll be brutal. But if I can at least get him back and fix everyone else around me, that's way more worth it. Because in that movie, he almost finds a cure. Like oh, he's, okay. he's the, You can see the eyes change, and he's normal for a second, and then it switches back. But he had that little little instance of humanity. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's too close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The Iron Legend scenario gets me more than the Joel thing, because I'd be like, yeah, I just kill everybody. We got all the weapons. But yeah, so that's the kind of stuff. The, the, the whole point, the premise of the show is like, after you die... The world is set up, the afterlife is set up on a point system. So based on, you know, how many points you got tells you whether or not you got into the good place or the bad place. And so it's very much about like learning how to be a better person because Kristen Bell's character essentially doesn't think she belongs in the good place. She's like, there's a mistake. Yeah. But she's like, I'm going to fit in. So she starts learning ethics to learn how to be a better person so that she can fit in into this place. Huh. So they go over a lot of different like I thought, philosophy I thought it was things. Like a, I thought it was like a sitcom comedy type of thing. It is a sitcom. Okay. But it's like all about philosophy and being a better person. Oh, I thought it was like a Black Mirror concept. No, it's really no. high concept and really good. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Let's watch it. Sounds interesting. Let's say you wake up one day and everything's fine, everything's totally cool, but like you go on to your safari on your phone and the first thing you search like whatever what was it was the first website you go to when you go on safari me yeah uh am i I in private mode or not private mode (laughs) uh google but like what what would you google oh okay hold on what's the scenario what what's What's the first thing you use your internet for? Usually, it's what time is a 49er game at? I, I feel. Y- yeah, it's so like let's say okay. So let's say you go to look up the 49er game, and it says the 49ers are playing the Spudniks on October 4th. That's completely 2020. False. Spudniks isn't even a football team. David. 2025. What the heck? And then you check something else. You check something else, and you find out that your phone, the internet on your phone. Is in the future. Is locked in five years from now. Oh, shit. Like, the current day is five years from now. So, the current day on the phone is five years, but I'm physically still... You're here. Yeah. I'm just it's, like, it's Thursday. So, first thing I would do is I would type in what happened, and then I would type in the date that I'm living in. I would say what happened on October 2nd, 2020, uh-huh. and then I'd be like, okay, let's see if this happens to see, like, if... If somebody's just fucking with me. Yeah. And then if everything did happen, I'd be like, what the heck? And then I would like, I don't know, look to see what stocks I should invest in. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would just use it as a cheat code. So you your your first go to stocks. What game is the 49ers playing? <laughs> Twenty twenty five. Do the 49ers win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Would you want to know? Yeah. You would want to know. Yeah. Like you would want to like. You know how not- much I would bet on that game? Mm. True. True. Right? Think about that, man. 
you could bet the whole like pat like the whole four seasons be a millionaire. Yeah. I'd want to see if like I would do it without all sports. Oh, I I I make more money than your bitch ass in a fucking week. I'd want to see like what technologies around. Like, are there like straight yeah. up like like what company makes like the first like live moving like system like interactive system for like yeah. virtual reality what the ps6 looks like what the xbox whatever looks like and then i would try and find like what new invention is out and that, that they use every it. day and then like reverse engineer it like to, a like, whole build different it type of tv yeah. that you found and you start a new tv and you make that tv company and that's how that tv company is like supposed to happen is somebody supposed to find it in the future and then you make it yeah and you're the actual like it says that you're the owner in 2025 all because in, in you, they do a biography on you and you go that you found it uh, because your phone was set in the future. They're like, this guy's crazy, but he's a millionaire. And you're like the next Mr. Tesla because you were able to use all these facts that you found from your future phone. What and, if, that, and you tell what everybody if this the is truth. exactly what happened to Elon? I, dude, I feel like Elon just had like a USB drive in his head and aliens just plugged it in there. Probably. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's amazing. No, I'm surprised because my first thought when I saw that was, I wonder if there's a website that has every single lottery number, like the winners from every lotto draw mm, for the last five I years. I didn't think about that. But all three of us immediately chose, immediately looked at how to make ourselves financially better off. Oh, yeah. I mean, immediately. Oh. But when I asked Rachel about it, what's the next Animal her, Crossing coming out? <laughs> her first thing was, I'd go on Facebook and I'd look myself up and make and see if I'm okay. Check my whole family, check all my friends, see if everyone is all right. See like what's going on with them. In Fuck the me, no. Years. Get some fucking money. You can make sure they're all right if you yeah. play your cards right, Rachel. Yeah, Come on. we're thinking <laughs> of everybody, not just us. But like yeah. how all of us, I was like, okay, I guess clearly that shows my priorities in in, uh, in life. Yeah, but I I also think that's where we're all at, right? Like we're it's all also starting a chance for opportunity. Yeah, we're all starting our career. But it's like you don't even you haven't checked to make sure you're still alive in five years. I know I am. I'm strong as fuck. I'm, but in my head, it's like in five years, if I'm not alive, that doesn't. It's not like I would want to change it. If that's how things are supposed to happen. Uh-huh. Then so be it. But I like if I can have an opportunity to set my family up for forever, you know, for financial freedom. Like why not? I I don't know. This is where my head goes. But also too, I think for all three of us, like that's where we're at. Like in our career, like we're all you know just starting out or getting started. So it's like that's just naturally where my head goes. I want to be young, mula baby. Because that's where another conundrum came up. Where it was like, what if you check Facebook and you see a friend who went through a horrible car accident, but like on the day that you had checked, they posted and they're like, oh, two years ago I got in this accident, but because of that, I'm in this much better place. I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And they're in like a very good and high place now. You have the knowledge that they are going to get in a car accident. Is there any obligation from you to do what it takes to stop that car accident? I think if that's the outcome, then no. Uh But if the outcome is somebody doing super, super well, and then you see them be like, on October 2nd, 2020, I tried heroin for the first time, and my life has been a giant mess since, still trying to turn things around. You're like, okay, well, now I need to go. I, I would. I would feel the need to go talk to that person. But are those experiences something that somebody has to have themselves instead of you trying to save everybody? Because what's the, what's the chances of them actually listening? Right? Well, I mean, like, are we the only ones that can see our phone? Because I would just show them the phone. Yes. We're the only ones that could see it. Yeah. If uh, someone else checks your internet, they see today's date and everything like that. But they check our internet on our phone. Yeah, they see today's date and everything. Hmm. So we reached a glitch in the in the system. Like I know what you mean by like, it's something that they need to go through. Because that's where I was like, if if they're doing better, there's more incentive to just let m- it happen. Let it happen. But what if someone gets in a terrible car accident two years before that day, and then on that day they're like. Two years ago, this happened, blah, blah, blah. But now, like, life is, is back to normal. Like, things are back to normal now. And they're ba- it's, it's like, basically, they're in the same place now as they were five years ago. Uh, but a, they a went through this horrible really car accident. You can't really answer that question. Can't answer what question? That question. 
of of being like, well, should I, should you talk to them or should you have not? Because at the end of the day, like, it's still up to that person whether they want to listen to you or not. Well, I so mean, if they're gonna, if but, it's like, so a, if I mean, it's, you could you could say that you talked to them and then you'd be like, well, I did talk to you. You still went for that drive. You know what I mean? But like, uh, let's yeah. uh, let's assume that they listen to you. Yeah, I would. I mean. It just could be a, just like part of the. I just, like all I, all I'm happen. saying is like, what's the harm in telling them? Like, there's no way. Like, if they don't listen and things go the way that it does, like, you told them, like, okay, now that if you need feel the need to go up and be like, I told you so, like, you're an asshole. You know what I mean? But like, if it ha- you tell them, you give them the opportunity to know what's gonna happen. It happens, and then they go through. They end up in the same spot they were at before. You know what I mean? Like it, that that ending doesn't change. But if they listen, then yeah, it's possible that it could like be different maybe they're not as good as they they would have been if it happened like i get your question of being like you know everybody needs to go through what they're going to go through but i think there's like a line where it's like i don't like i also think it's more of you you know what will happen you don't know what could happen yeah if you were to stop it and intervene yeah who knows maybe that guy gets a major lawsuit and like gets like a bunch of money from the other company that Whatever, so and so hit them, and the next thing you know, he's a multimillionaire. But if you didn't, if you told him that, and he didn't take the drive, he would still be working a dead end job at you know, like fucking Willy Wonka's chocolate factory or something. I don't know if that's a dead end job. <laughs> it's a fun job, but you know, you get worked like a dog in that place. Have you seen? Have you seen their freaking? They probably have terrible insurance. Probably. Matt, hook him up. I got you. Hey, Willie, give me a call. All right, and we're back, and we're going to be going into some slang trivia with Matt Drum. Slang trivia, guys. Slang trivia. So Matt with Matt Drum just joined TikTok. I did. I did. To the tick, to the talk, to the tickety talk. I've been there like I've been out like six times. Dalton oh, and bullshit. I. Oh shit, Matt's always on it. Not true at all. Dalton and I are seasoned veterans of the oh, app. God. Mm-hmm. So we know we, our stuff. We know the slang Straight that up. the kids use. Home All right. Boy. But Matt doesn't. So Dalton's going to quiz you on some trivia, and you have to know what it means. All right. And if you get it wrong, Dalton gets to slap you across the face. As oh. hard as I can with nope. my penis. Nope. So we're just going to we're gonna do five terms today. All right. You Let's can go. pick whatever ones you want. Just do five, and then we'll see if Matt knows or not. Are we, and if what, you're what, at home, what's the format? Is it like rapid fire? No, because we're only doing five, so we're just gonna talk about them. All right. But if you're at home and you want to play along, good luck. All right, we'll start off with just an easy one. Everyone, everyone knows this one. Okay. Yeet, yeet. What does yeet mean? Uh, it's like something good happened. Like, man, that was yeet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. It's no, like it's like you delicious. need to tell them yes or no if that's right or not. No, you're completely wrong. <laughs> okay, well, what is it? I don't want to say it. Why? Okay, yeet means so. Uh, how I always used it, or how I've seen it used, uh, where I work, is it's like when you get yeeted, it's like you're getting slapped in the back of the head, and it's like you're calling it out like yeet, and then you slap them, and then you run away. That's how I know how it is used. But other times, it's used as like a surprise. Like you're doing a surprise attack. You go yeet, hit them, and then run. Or you, it's just an intense form of throwing something. Yeah. yeah. You get it's like yeeted. A, oh, yeah. all right. It's, so. it's, it's, an, it's almost an onomatopoeia of you throwing something really yeah, hard. Yeah, I don't know what onomatopoeia is. I honestly, I've no, I just like <laughs> to say the word. I don't know what the fuck it means. <laughs> I don't know what I said. It's just like a word that matches the sound it's trying to make. Oh, okay. So it's like yeet. Uh, next one. This is my personal favorite. All right. Wubba dub. What? Wubba dub. Wubba dub dub. I'm scrubbing the tub. Nope. Just wubba dub. Wubba dub. You say it in a text. Wubba dub. Well, what does it mean? You've already got your own problems with the way Dalton texts. I nah, not anymore. Got Think, better. Things have been changing. Some words are getting spelt out. I'm maturing. He's using all four letters instead of just cutting it down to the last two. Blaming on the alcohol. All right, whoop it up. You know Ron Howard is in that music video? Really? Uh-huh. I've never watched the music video, I think. I think I've only watched the, uh, the like, metalcore or hardcore version of it. It means, like, hey, man, like, warm it up. Warm it up? Warm it up. Hey, man, just, just uh, hey, whoop it up real quick. 
Nope. It means uh, what you doing? What? What? What up? You text it. W B A D A B. What up? It means like what you doing? What's up? Why? What? Why? Why does that? You really mean never that? heard of that? No. Why is that? No one's heard of that. Have you ever heard of that, David? No. You never heard of Wubba Dub? Can you pull up the next one? I'm terrified to read your emails, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Wubba Dub, <laughs> bitches. Wubba Dub. Hey, how about that race? <laughs> uh, oof. Oh, I know this one. It's like when like something. How do I explain it? <laughs> Yeah. Something happens, you're like, oof, like, oh man, I can't believe that happened. Oof. Where is it from? Where does it originate? I don't know. It originates from an old Simpsons show where Bart gets hit so hard, he goes, oof. And then it got transferred into like, if you get hit really hard, they make that noise, oof. Or and if then if messes somebody up, messes yeah. up, then you say, oof. So uh, now oof is used as like a fuck up term. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. basically what I said. Uh, on God. On God. On God. I ain't lying, bro. On God. On God. I always think of that right? uh, term DeAndre Hopkins so That means used. like, like. So how would you use it in a sentence? Uh, David, I hate your mustache. On God. I mustache. Use it, I use that as like a, like a for sure thing. Like, David, I, you go, David, I hate your mustache. David goes, really? And I go, on God. Or you'd be like, David, I hate your mustache so much. And that's on God. Yeah, like that's for real. Like that's, that's the truth. Like that's yeah. the new. I swear to God, it's yeah, that's so on it's God. Like, like, that's uh, on God. Bro. I had a friend that he used. To, I like I picked up on it. Where like, wait, hey man, hey, uh, did, did like, can you do this for me? And I'm like, oh word, like word. But then like, there was another phrase that he would use, and he was from Jersey, and he'd say, uh, "Word is born," right? And it was this phrase that essentially mean, it was like more meaningful of like like it's the most honest way to say like like it's like truthful like i promise yeah. like i don't know it was different but he used to say that a lot and our last one cap or no cap cap or no cap dare or like double dare like no i'm just kidding it's like um like i don't know like truth like i'm telling the truth right yeah, like yeah. No so how would you use it in a sentence um white claws are better than truly's cap or no cap like you just go white claws better than no cap. Like there's no ending to it. Like it's just so oh, good that there's nothing better. It's like a preface or a suffix. Think about it. Like Australian, li- Australian licorice, no cap. Yeah, similar. I mean, you ever had yeah. Australian you, licorice? You didn't have an opinion about it though. You just said it. You were <laughs> just like Australian, Australian licorice is better than red vines and Twizzlers, no cap. There you go. There you go. There you go. I was th- I want to talk to you about something. Uh, remember when? Um, I don't know if you ever watched it, but it was uh, one of the football documentaries we watched. And it was DeAndre Hopkins, and he was uh, doing his practice with the Redskins. And it was a Texas versus the Redskins, like it was a practice thing. And um, they always do it before they have the scrimmage game. So they were practicing and stuff. And one of the old cornerbacks on uh, the Redskins, he, he didn't really make a big impact. He wasn't bad. He was just decent. Um, he was talking a lot of crap to DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hall. And he goes, what do you fear? He was like, you, you're going to fear me, boy. And he goes, and DeAndre Hawkins looks back at him. And he goes, I only fear God, boy. I fear God. And he kept saying that, kept saying that, and like remembered it, and then just broke his fucking ankles yep. in a, on one route. And it was yeah. ridiculous, dude. Yeah. And he was like, I only fear God, boy. And I was like, on God, fear God. I was like, oh, okay. That's how I remember on God all the time. I don't know why. Just think about it like that. All right. Well, congrats, Matt. You got two out of five. Way more than I thought I was going to get. I think you'll start getting more and more as we go on. Because you guys use these every single day in your language. We didn't use a lot of the ones we use. I use, I've used on God before and I've only, and I've used cap. I use no cap. I don't really use cap. I've never heard Wubba Dub before. Wubba Dub is a natural term. Everyone uses it in text. No. And yeet, no. yeet is a very particular word for particular situations. The only yeah. thing I've never, yeet, I never used The yeet. only thing Yeet reminds me of is my senior year of – or my four, third senior year of college. Uh, there was this guy in my class, and I was like, I don't know, three years older than everybody. And he came in, and he would always be like, hey, can I get a vibe check? Like, are you guys eating right now? And, like, he used it in a different way, which is why I thought, I was like, okay, like, he was a cool dude, like, super cool guy, but I was just kind of like, it's the first time in my life where I was like, I'm getting old. Like, I don't know what any of these words mean. I don't know where the hell to go to find these things. Like, to find good vibes? It's in the heart, bro. No, I'm all about good vibes. All about good vibes, dog. See, like, technically, vibing is is new slang. 
I use Vibin a but lot. But that is I one that, that you lot. use a lot too. I do. So you you're a halfway there. Yeah, you're not. No. You're not too old. You know what? You know what does make Matt old though? Bigfoot. I didn't realize it till the next day, but Matt sold me. This is how good of a salesman Matt is. <laughs> what did he I do? sold me on a documentary about soil. So good. I called Rachel to tell her like what we like what I did when I was here. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like the most boring night <laughs> anyone could ever have. But Watching it wasn't. a documentary about soil. Dude, no, it was, it's a really it's good so documentary. Good. It's Bro, really informative. So it's, it's really called, uh, is it Kiss the Soil or Kiss the Kiss Ground? Kiss the Ground. Kiss the Ground. And it's a documentary all about how we can reverse global warming in seven years if we change our farming methods that we use here in the U.S. So instead of tilling the soil which kills all of the microorganisms and turns it, to, us, turns it to dirt, turns it to dirt. Right. Um, if we change it to a different style of farming, Brendan, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this. Um, but it, essentially instead of making like deep incisions into the earth, you just cut the very top layer and the microorganisms will grow because their ecosystem is being fed. And not only that, but you can, instead of growing only one crop, like, you know how, like, traditionally it'll be like, oh, we're growing wheat or we're growing corn. Like, instead oh. of doing that, you can grow multiple crops and you let the animals roam around and you use their manure and it, it creates its own ecosystem. So I read something similar to that um, actually today on a TikTok. They were talking about uh, how when – uh, somebody came to New England where the Iroquois were um, back back in the day. Yeah, the Iroquois would grow crop. They would grow squash, beans, and corn or something like that. And basically, they would do it. They would mix them all together mm-hmm. because they all worked so well together. It was so easy to grow, right? Because you have like the corn, and the corn would go straight up. The beans would go around the corn since the beans needed to rise, and then the squash would be on the ground, right? And it was like perfect way to do it. But then they. But when whoever came, I, I don't know the history of it, but whoever came and took over the land basically put, structured it instead of having them grow it all together and it just messed everything up. Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly what they say. They say that like this style of farming, I think it's called regenerative farming. Yeah. Yeah. Regenerative ranchers is what they called themselves. Yeah. And so it's actually a form of um, farming or harvesting that the Native Americans used before um you know we came over and uh it's just crazy because a lot of people are against it a lot of people and they're they're against it because there's a lot of government incentives to produce like corn wheat specific yeah very specific and so in order to meet those regulations you have to till the land right yeah but if you remember um a handful of years ago and when i say handful i mean like 40 or 50 there was the dust bowl and the dust 100 years ago 100 years ago yeah the, so the Dust Bowl was basically all this land in the Midwest got tilled, right? So they were, it was just dirt. And then you get the perfect winds coming around. And all of a sudden, dude, they showed footage of it. Like whole cities. Like it was like a sandstorm really? for a long time. Oh, geez. And so, I can definitely not run in that. My asshole would act up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but what's crazy is there's a lot of people that are against it. And they they interview ranchers that are uh, the regenerative ranchers. And they said they're like, yeah, it takes a while. Like the first couple of years is rough. And but once you get the systems down and you realize you can just grow enough types of food, like there's like essentially like year round. You don't have to wait for certain seasons. Like everything can grow. Uh and it grows and the quality is so much better that like you make more money. You just have to be willing to eat crow for the first couple of years. Yeah. Um, but and then it connects to global warming because as the the grass grows and the microorganisms and everything you know begin to like regenerate the land, um, it captures the carbon, so it pulls or it lowers uh, our, our carbon. The soil in, does. Yeah, the soil, soil does. Soil does like the amount of carbon dioxide that plants intake to create oxygen. Yeah, soil does that at like six times the rate. Oh, it, it it is six times better than plants at intaking carbon dioxide, storing that carbon and releasing oxygen for us to breathe. Interesting. And so it's just like it's a different take. And, and that's because David asked me a question when we were watching it. 
he's like does he's, he's like, like Matt, why are we watching no no he was like well first of all david fell asleep the last like 20 minutes but they so missed the good stuff uh I, I mean it got most of it but at the very end david asked me he's like how does this not like spike your anxiety and i was like because they're offering a solution the begin the first 25 they scare minutes the shit out of it you. scares the like 25 minutes in i was like do i want to have kids it was like talking it was like you know if if we keep doing this we have 60 more years of farming and then the ground 16 60 60 and then the ground is irreversibly damaged wow we have 60 more harvests and like so stuff stuff like that um and i was like you know who wants to bring a child into that when we're not going to have plans we're not going to have all this stuff yeah but then you know the other question to mars by then the other question was like it's a very good documentary that's very uplifting but it's about farming Mm mm-hmm and it was like, like the concept of it doesn't seem interesting. No, no, no. But not, the outcome of it is not no, even that. It's just what I was saying. We're not farmers. Yeah, that's what I was telling David. I was like, I like it because it gives you a solution. It's like this is a way for you to be able. Like this is how we can do it. But how possible is it to happen? But the problem is, is that like you know I can't be like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna change the way that I farm because like I don't. So that's kind of where I like it. The only thing is that it left me going, okay, I want to help. Yes. I I like it, the way I don't I didn't do any outside research before this. I just watched the documentary, and most documentaries leave you like this, where it's like I want to help. I believe the content of this. It all sounds right. It looks great, but I don't know how. Like I really don't. Like I don't. I can donate to a company to go plant trees. I can go volunteer at my you know local compost, which I looked into. You know, but, you know, considering right now, COVID-19, everything like it's kind of difficult. So that's the only thing is I was kind of like there was no like actionable items for the you. specific. Yeah, for me. You know what I mean? Um, but super, super good documentary. Cool. Highly recommend it. Cool, cool, cool. It was sick. But that's usually what I think documentaries do is they're, they're entry points into research. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like the same thing when we, when we watched Game Changers. That was like, okay, this is not the end all be all on vegan, you know, studies and stuff like that but now i want to learn more about like what can come from that and what can uh, what it can do for you and but um super good i also watched a documentary on flat earth david dalton saw it was um interesting to say the least there's a lot of flat earthers in california yeah they met over here in pasadena at the wolf bar they had this Best like, bar giant ever. it's so much fun so dope. they had this uh giant like now they say that australia is not real Right? I don't know. They didn't get on that. And that everyone that lives in Australia lives in Australia are crisis actors helping oh, the yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah. that the earth is round. Yeah. And then um, that hmm. that Game of Thrones has it right that if we go far enough, it's just a giant ice wall surrounding. Have you guys heard of the new uh, supernatural creature that's out right now? No. So under uh, the under like the ice glaciers in like Antarctica or something. These people were, I think these Russians or something, were digging into like these caves. They made this tunnel under the ice, ice, ice layer, and they were walking through. And they said that this octopus-looking creature, octopus with like that could walk, had long arms, basically killed half the crew that was down there. And they all ran out. And now they're talking to the Swedish government about how they're going to deal with this. Yeah, it's not just an octopus. No, it's pending. They're trying to figure out what it is. They're gonna go check out. They call it. They call it uh like some like subject forty seven or something. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing. So there's I didn't understand it at first, but there's so many different like categories or sides to TikTok, and so I somehow found yourself on paranormal TikTok, or Irish TikTok, or Scottish TikTok on conspiracy theory TikTok. Okay. And there's this one guy. He's so annoying. But it's not conspiracy theory. What? Subject 47 isn't a conspiracy theory. No, no, I'm not saying that is. But what I'm saying is that like I, I've like gone through and there's this one guy that's always yelling and he always wears a fucking Packers cheese head. Yeah, yeah. I you know. know what I'm talking about? I hate he, that guy. I can't watch him. He's annoying. But he always has good content. He does have good content. It's hard so, not to. So uh, anyways, but he's always like talking about like finding the center of the earth and yeah. all this stuff. And it's like interesting, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yo, like there's too many stuff that's all like relatively similar. I'm like, there's something going on, man. I was like, if you just didn't wear a cheese hat and like didn't, and wear, didn't was, yell, didn't come out so aggressive, I would totally listen to him. But we 
more, there's more. But I just keep listening, and I'm yeah. like, put some more, but just shut up, but don't yeah. shut up. You know what I mean? It's hard. Well, since we're on the general topic, let's go into one of our signature segments. Is it canon, bro? It's our oldest segment where we decide we take a phenomena, we take a supernatural experience, we take a science fiction experience, and we decide if it is canon in our reality of the world we live in. And today it is? Today is uploaded consciousnesses. Say that word again. It's, it's just consciousness. No, but I, made I like it plural. I know, but uploaded consciousnessness. Would it be consciousness I and conscious and uploaded consciousness. Uploaded consci. Oh, I think that's right. Maybe. Yeah. But the idea that no cap, no cap. The idea that you can take your anga soul, your personal, your brain essence, and upload it into technology so it's interesting that you talk about that because i don't know i mean we can, let's just let's just dive into it there's this uh, website and it's a form of upload consciousness where you can type in your thoughts type in your beliefs type in conversations that you normally have sayings you say and you have a conversation with this new ai brand new ai like it just it starts over from every person to the next and when you start with this ai Basically, what happens is this person, this AI develops your personality. It responds how you want to respond. It learns your thoughts. It learns the way you what you believe. It learns why you believe it. And you just keep having these conversations with it like five minutes a day. And the next thing you know, it's literally you're talking to yourself. Right? So that, I mean. I What's the website called? I forget. I found it on TikTok. <laughs> but Well, there's an old Vice video of some guy who like lost his dad but found took all of the text message conversations he'd had with him found his old diaries and stuff like that and wrote a program kind of like that yeah where he input all of it and he could then text his father hmm. or I'm get sure, text sure from be, his father that's weird yeah i'm sure it would be really easy to do like you, i mean you just type in like a uh, it's it's a free thing you just have a conversation with it and it learns it learns like everything about you um but to upload a form of consciousness, I know uh, they want to like. Then they want like Walt Disney to do that at some point. Like Walt Disney was supposed to be frozen. He is frozen. Walt Disney is frozen, um, which is why the movie was originally called The Ice Queen, but then they wanted to give people more of a hint on what was going on, so they changed it to Frozen. frozen. And then his son's also frozen. That's why it's there was frozen too. That's stupid. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I can't believe I listened to that. Um, yeah, so I would say at this day and age, from what we know as far as technology can go, at least from mine and Matt's standpoint, we know a good amount, like a good stuff, a good amount of stuff about technology and how AI works and uh, just machine machine learning in general. Um, but I would say it's definitely it's definitely could be canon, but not for the public eye. Like like we won't won't be able to to have that technology for a very long time, but they could be using it right now in like uh, government. So it won't be like consumer ready. So I actually thought of like when I read this, um, I thought of it differently. I thought of it like being like taking our consciousness, like literally like being awake, being the senses and everything and being able to like take it out of our head and put it into a robot or like put it into somebody else. So that's why I didn't know if you were going to respond to what Dalton said or not about, but but like that raises the question of what Dalton's talking about is a computer program that is coding itself and learning about someone to create an impression of them Mm -hmm. compared to the idea of an uploaded conscious Uh, an uploaded consciousness is you are taking your essence and putting it into a computer or a robot or something. No, I think I believe in, I think that's possible. I just don't think us as a public, as like, you know, as uh, let's take the, the deciding like the sections of individuals out. Like, okay. Just, is it possible? Yes, completely. 
I think it's possible now. I just don't think we know. So I always find it fascinating that we develop technology and for whatever reason, the first thing we do is we try to make it human. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why. Like, There has to be things better than human. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like why, like, we clearly look at the world. We see that there are things very wrong. Why do I want to go make more of these, hum- like, these, like, robots? One thing that I thought of that would be interesting, and I kind of want to try it, is with that website, I wonder if you, like, talk to it enough or whatever, and you ask it a question about a problem that you're having, and it gives you advice that you would give if that would affect you differently than if you like tried to give it to yourself. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if like reading it from someone else would be like or someone else air quotations if that would be different than um I think that's more on you and whether or not you let yourself accept it as an external source how vulnerable you rather than because like you can do it and be like well i know that this is just me telling myself so it doesn't matter versus like i truly believe this is a separate entity yeah like it's just like that guy like he was at such a vulnerable state that he made this whole thing about his dad knowing that his dad is dead but made this whole thing about his dad to have his dad text him back like if you you would believe it if you're vulnerable enough to believe it right so if you were like, if you were alone, you had no friends, nobody to talk to, it was just you and you were stuck in your house all day because of COVID-19 and you had no one else to talk to ever. And maybe at some point in, point in time, like your your mental state would, you know, be, be a little different. And then you would start to believe these computers that you're talking to, that's really just you talking to yourself. But I wonder like if you did it enough if you could learn about yourself, right? Because if that's you and then you ask it a question and then it goes, well, I always, and then like it says some characteristic or personality trait and you're like, if you could learn from about yourself from it, you know, cause it's such an unbiased coding. You know what I mean? Like it's so unbiased in being that like, it just has the facts, like it is black and white. So it doesn't know how to do anything, but then to be like, brutally honest right but also you said something earlier where you were like you know it's just taking the data and compiling it to make an impression about somebody that's also exactly what we do every single day you know what i mean when we walk around throughout life like we are taking in different factors to try and draw a conclusion about a scenario a person a situation like we're trying to constantly gather as much data as we can to to come to an understanding of where we are in the world you know that sounds like it dismisses the essential humanness of mankind. No, because uh, because no, like I think are... I think that that the humanness of mankind comes from like the understanding of it. You know what I mean? But also too, like we have senses. I I, I have gut feelings. You know what I mean? Like a computer won't. Like there's there's very human things that I don't think can be replicated. You know. But when that consciousness is in something that doesn't have that ability to have those senses, what does it do to that consciousness? What does what do to that consciousness? Because you're saying it's like if we have the senses, that informs our essence, our us. If we were to take that and put it into something else that doesn't have those senses, what does it do to us? Are we no longer than human, even though our essence soul mind is in um in something else i don't know um i saw this one show where this guy's you had like these packs and these packs held your memory and stuff like that i forget what what the show's called but it's on netflix black mirror no it's really good though um and it's like a sci-fi movie thing but basically it holds like all your like it has it's like a file it has all your personality traits, and then if they if they kill your glass pack, you're dead. But if they just kill your your person, yeah. Like then they just take out the glass pack. And they, if you have enough money or you have enough stuff in your stuff, they'll they'll. You already bought a body as like a backup body. They'll just pull you into the next body, and you're still alive and know everything that happened to you the last time. So, I think that one. If AI ever got to take self like consciousness out of the way, I think. AI knows that it would be better to have no personality traits 
and no emotion. I think the world would be a lot easier if there was no emotion. Um, I think humans are humans because we have so much emotion and we're involved in so many different things that we react all in different ways. And that's why there's war. That's why there's, you know, breakups. That's why there's love. That's why there's all these things, right? Because humans are based on emotion in general, right? So if, if we ever turn into AI consciousness, I think AI would naturally desensitize itself because one, we won't be able to feel, right? Two, we won't have to like poop, pee, smell, dream, all these things. It'll just be a basic thoughts, right? So then thriving off of a basic thought, you go, okay, so why if why am I gonna help this person out? What am I gonna get out of it? Nothing. Boom. Shuts it down. Right? That 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 line of emotion, the line of connection that you have is completely gone because now it's just a thought and you know there's no possibility of anything ever happening after that, right? Unless you have like the certain types of AI thoughts that want to base it off of emotion. And then you have like people that, you know, like, like in sex shops, people make sex toys, like machines that have sex with you, you know, like that's, that's still a thing as well. And they could try that, you know, but it would all be basic, like euphoric, you know, it would be tricking the brain to thinking that it's feeling something, which is what they do sometimes in that one show. They trick your brain to feeling euphoria when really you can't. So things like that interesting so where do we stand on it boys i think it's canon yeah i don't think it's canon canon i think it's canon mm-hmm. all right another together canon for the books for the books no cap no i hope cap. i hope someone out there is keeping track of this because we're not we don't know what's canon and what's I don't not know canon, what day it is uh it's week 47 uh, week 47 guys for but let's <laughs> let's close this out with one more hypothetical hell yeah you are god Oh yeah, great. Or a god uploading consciousness. You are a god, whatever. There are two armies that are going into war. Yeah, 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 yeah. They both worship you as yeah. their god. You are their religion. Uh-huh. And before the night before the army, I mean the night before the war, both armies pray to you for guidance and help in this war to win the battle the next day both sides do who do you help is there no way to change their mind in the dream where they you can basically help them dream into into making peace i did not think about that i don't know well how would you do that i would bring you you are a god you can do whatever you want what would you do well, there's two things I think about doing. The first one is changing their consciousness in their sleep so they find out that, hey, you know, or maybe we're not that different after all and we can actually do more stuff together than apart. Uh-huh. Or two, you make one of them an earthbender like like uh, the Avatar Kyoshi, right? And she separates them by a rock. <laughs> and they separate. And they don't deal with each other. They have their own islands. Oh, you just break it in half. Yeah, 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 push yeah. Push yeah. the two yeah. lands. You get apart. that side. You get that side. But I also feel like, as like being like God, like you know that you would know the compromise that would solve both of their problems. Uh huh. And then you could, I would just implant that in both of their heads. They're like, "Hey, man, you know what I was thinking last night?" They're like, "Bro, yeah, I had a dream too." And then like they had the same dream. They're like, "Whoa," you know what I mean? And then God solved your problems. <laughs> or, yeah, what was your what was your initial reaction? I was just going to make all of their weapons like bubbles or something. Or make them all sleepwalk to each other in the middle of the battlefield and have them give each other hugs and then have them wake up with each other's arms. Either that or realize you, love is the answer. Either that or you just like come down as like that all-knowing voice like, listen, if you fight, I'll end you all. Or may Figure the best man win. Or yeah, you can just let them go for it. Well, you guys both like me, so it doesn't. I'm not really losing much out of this. Go ahead. I was surprised you guys both went for pacifism right away. I'm a very good guy, David. I, I like to think that the, love is the answer. One of the top things I saw that I thought was really funny was just um, who's got more sacrifices. <laughs> there's a there's a quote right here. It says, "Kill your son for me." Wait, wait. I was just kidding. Jesus Christ! I can't believe you were actually gonna do it. You crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's, let's alternate that theory a little bit, uh, situation a little bit. 
Ooh, I make a fear factor. You are you are still the god, but now it's two football teams. Neither of them are in the same league as the 49ers. Yeah. But they both pray to you to win tomorrow's win Sunday's game. I would just let it play out. Yeah, I don't in that care. scenario I would just let it play out. Not the 49ers, don't care. Well, it depends. Are they part of the our our division? I just said no. So basically on the AFC. Yeah. Eh, well, it depends. If it's like the Chiefs or the Baltimore Ravens, I would want both of them to lose. Yeah. So any other team except for the Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I would, I would like, since I'm God, I would like read through all of the rules. You're also a God. so I you would also could, steal the rule books. You're, you can also just make sure that the Niners win every time. Yeah. The, no, the, that's a given. The Niners. I would just pop all the footballs. If it goes, like, it just deflate in midair. <laughs> like, nope, they can't get that touchdown. <laughs> they think it's Belichick deflate game. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. We have a very special month coming up. Spooky October. Ooh, Matt, boo. It's also it's also the end of our first season. Did we start in October? Um, we oh, we're coming up on 52, huh? We yeah. start at the end of October. Dang, and it'll almost be a year. So if you've listened to us for 47 or anything over five episodes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you, you so that's, much. That's, wow, really brave of you, first of all. And if you've been here that long, you know the routine. Go ahead and follow us on all the social media platforms at Drum Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to this. Go do all of the things. All the things. All of them. And be ready for a really spooky month, guys. It's going to turn it real quick, okay? Yeah. We got we got plenty of stories to tell. We got plenty of uh, scenarios to talk about. And it's going to be a blast. Um, I hope you guys are ready to enjoy some spooky, scary stories. We're going to say goodbye to our normal intro for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, sorry, guys. Really enjoy this one, okay? And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you then. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys want to publicly denounce white supremacists on the podcast right now? (laughs) I don't think we... I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs>